Please won't you be my neighbor, neighbor and friend. Hello everybody, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This is a talk show that you're all attending. You're in a room that's being recorded right now. This is going to be a podcast. Does everyone know what a podcast is? No? Well, that's okay. I'm going to tell you what a podcast is. A podcast is what people listen to when they're in a cubicle at work. A podcast is what joggers listen to when they don't want to listen to music. And a podcast is what very lonely men listen to on their personal home computer. And that's what this is. This is to satisfy the 14-year-old single men. This is to prevent another Columbine. That's why we do this, ladies and gentlemen. We don't want boys in trench coats making mistakes. We are going to be a preventative measure in their life. How are you doing, sir? You looking at my button? Yeah, that'll, that's right. Everyone at home that's not me, uh, I'm wearing a Michael Jordan. It'll be too sweet. It'll be sweet to repeat. This was a campaign that McDonald's ran in 1992 to give the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls, a tribute to their recent championship and also to sell more McRibs because the McRib came back for popular demand. Does everyone know what a McRib is? A McRib is a sandwich at McDonald's that contains enough sugar to make you a diabetic and it also has the cheapest meat possible. That's why the McRib is only sold for a small amount of time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm in Washington, D.C. I'm a very new citizen to Washington, D.C. I moved here because my girlfriend got a job. She's a journalist. She is a professional. I am not. I'm the kind of guy who was a poli-sci major in college because I listened to bad religion in high school. I made a lot of mistakes, everybody, and you're going to witness all of them tonight. We're in D.C. now, and... Um, uh, I used to be a Democrat and care, and now I don't care. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Green member. I'm not racist enough to be part of the Tea Party. No, I'm nothing. I just hate all politicians simply for the fact is they're keeping my girlfriend at work way too late. Now she's got a short fuse. Look at me. I need a very long fuse. I'm driving her insane. I'm worried about my neuroses. Is my butt sweating too much? I got back hair. It's not going well. I need a very long leash. All of these politicians are making me very upset. And here's why the politicians aren't getting anything done. There is not one chance in hell someone will punch them in the face and get away with it. A sock in the jaw. One sock in the jaw. If that threat is on the table, you're going to get shit done. No, sir, it's not. No, wait, just wait. You're right, just wait. Let me explain why I'm wrong. Wait. There's a plan, sir. Oh, because, th yeah, because these are well-thought-out ideas. Come on, let's be honest here. If there was a shock in the jaw, a shock, a shock in the jaw, that's an 80s song. If there was a shot in the jaw, things would get done. We need boxers. We need boxers. No, you wait, this kid. Oh, he called me young. That was very nice. If we had a boxer in office and you couldn't get in trouble, you shut the fuck up. Oh, I love you. I said that to this man because he's wearing a paperboy hat, and I could not get away with wearing a paperboy hat. He looks good. Well, sir, what's your name? What's your name? Brian, you really shouldn't reference Newsies while you yourself are wearing the paperboy hat. No, no. All these politicians think they're Axl Rose. Axl Rose never got punched in the jaw. We, the public, we are Slash. You know what sucks? Chinese democracy. You know what that is? That, well, that was the Guns N' Roses album that did not feature Slash. It's awful. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to portray Slash. We need to bring out our inner Slash 
and sock Axel in the jaw. This man to my left is giving me a weird eye. He is not enjoying himself, and he's upset he's here, but we're all here for a man's birthday. Home listener, it's a man's birthday. We'll get to that later. He got kicked out of Guns N' Roses as well. He replaced Tommy Stinson. The weird. Does everyone know who Tommy Stinson is? Tommy Stinson from The Replacements is currently the Guns N' Roses bassist. He's been in Guns N' Roses longer than The Replacements were a band. Indie rockers, all eight of you in here, you know what I'm talking about. That's insane. If you could be in a band longer than with Axel... That's insane. And Paul Westerberg, really? Okay, anyways. Newsy got me way off track here. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm going to be a politician. I, need, I, I don't want to be a politician, but I'm going to be a politician. I'm going to solve things. Who wants the mic? You do your own shitty talk show in your own shitty bar. No, the looking glass is delightful. I love the looking glass. I need to be a politician. I need to be very, very rich, and I need to be elected. So what we're going to do is you're going to tell all your friends about this show. You're going to subscribe to the podcast you're going to make me very very rich and then i'm going to run for office and no change is going to happen because i'm going to be uh, full of cocaine and whores i'm going to break up with my girlfriend it's going to be wonderful and i won't care about any of these problems because i'll be so high on cocaine so ladies and gentlemen if you can give me all of your drugs subscribe to the podcast stick around for the show we have wonderful guests we have prince of petworth creator blogger dan silverman i know we have stand-up comedy from Michael Foodie. Yes, I completely agree with that. And we have music from the Torches. We're going to be here about three hours miking the Torches before they play, so stick around for that. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian's going to be playing piano. I almost said guitar all night. So he's going to be my slash, and I'll be his axle. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian. Ian. Ian, that was delightful. Thank you for playing, Ian. It's classy shit. Classy. It is classy. Um, I'm going to tweet a photo of you guys. Um, there's a table, a very large table. They're all here for Ben's birthday. Ben, for these political people giving me shit. Ben, your table is so large. You got a large table. It's Ben's birthday. I'm going to twit pick you. We're a podcast. All we do is twit pick each other. That's too many P's in a podcast. So, uh, Ben, it's Ben Farrell's birthday. Ben, what do you want for your birthday? Ben kind of want to get a Krispy Kreme. What did it, a hot Krispy Kreme donut? Do you, Ian? Do you like hot Krispy Kreme donuts? Kinda, kinda. They're very good. I had kinda. one last week. It was the first time I've had one in years. I didn't feel like a fat. I, I found one on the living room table a couple of days ago, but it wasn't warm, and I was really in the mood for a donut. Wait, wait, like, wait, uh, wait. Why was a donut just sitting on your living room table? Well, my girlfriend brought it home the night before. Oh, uh, okay. So you were drinking. Fuck yeah, man. That's good. Here, Ben's party. Uh, I want you to... Uh, I like Ben more than all of you motherfuckers because he acknowledged the camera with a weird gang sign, everybody. So thanks for doing that. Ben Farrell's birthday. Ben, how old are you today? He's 27. This yeah, is your suicide right. year, buddy. You got 364 days to off yourself in the right way. How are you going to do it? Ian, how should Ben kill himself? Can you get yourself crucified? 
You got five years to do that, huh? <laughs> Ian, you're stealing all the good jokes. Um, ben, you know what? Fuck it. Ben, could you come up here for a second? Come on, man. It's your yeah, yeah, yeah. Come up here. Sit up here. We're going to go off script, everybody. Ian, could you hand Ben the microphone? Okay, Ben. This is a question I'm going to ask you from the Kids' Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, Ph.D. It's an awful, awful book, but it's your birthday, so you deserve a question. So, Ben, I need you to pick a number between 1 and 260. Use the mic, sir. 116. 116. That is a good number. Is that because in an ideal world there would be 100 Joe Montanas for you to play with? No. Do you know who Joe Montana is? Quarterbacks. No, San Joe Montana. Uh, Joe Montana is the, currently the uh, pitch man for a shoe that will make your ass look good. That is true. Okay, 116. If there were a hard but exciting project to do, would you rather do it by yourself and get all the credit for it or do it with a group of friends knowing that everyone would share the credit? What would it feel like to do it the other way? See, Ben, it's an awful question from an awful book. Here it is again. You keep thinking about it. I could see the gears in your alcoholic head spinning. If there was a hard but exciting project to do, would you rather do it by yourself and get all the credit for it, or do it with a group of friends knowing that everyone would share the credit? What would it feel like to do it the other way? That's a terrible question. Isn't it? You could blame Gregory Stock, PhD. I'm going to go with B. You're going to go with B. Well, you share none of the comic stylings of your brother, Will Ferrell. Thank you for doing this, Ben. Happy birthday, Ben. Let's all get Ben some Krispy Kreme donuts. There you go. Happy birthday, buddy. I do have a great piano player. Ian Walters, everybody. Ian Walters. All right, coming to the stage is uh, the creator, the maintainer, the blogger of a blog that's been called the best neighborhood blog in existence. Prince of Power with creator Dan Silverman, everybody. I need you to clap for Dan Silverman. Dan, do you like that Ben is giving you show notes now that he's a professional? Check, check. There it is, buddy. Dan Silverman. Happy birthday, Ben. There it is. You run the Prince of Petworth blog. You started this in November 2006. It is over four years later. What made you want to start this blog? That's an excellent question, Ben. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Brandon. (laughs) I know. I'm Brandon. Just kidding. Uh, well, I uh, moved to a neighborhood called Petworth, where we're actually on the border of right now. Where are we now? Technically, I was just having a discussion about neighborhood names. This is a neighborhood called Parkview, and people take their neighborhoods very seriously. Why is that? Um, I think it's identity, you know? It starts with Ben, and it goes through me. And we're here to you. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. I like when you speak abstractly so I can't have a follow-up question. <laughs> I appreciate that. What made you want to start the blog, though? Because the blog started as a lot more personal, day-to-day stuff, your experiences in the neighborhood. Now there's like it seems to be about 10 posts a day ranging from property listings to new businesses mm. to dogs and cats. By the way, I like the photo on today's blog of the three-legged cat. <laughs> Tripod. Tripod. Is that your cat? That's not my cat. Do you wish you had a three-legged cat? Of 
from time to time, but uh, my personal life is uh, my own. <laughs> now your personal. Do you find it ironic that your personal? No, but life what is I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you why I started the blog. That's what I initially asked, sir. I started the blog because I moved to this neighborhood called Petworth, and there was a lot of talk about what this neighborhood was going to be. There was going to be this big condo place. There was going to be this big street project. There was going to be these bars. There was going to be this, that, and the other. And all there was was me and my neighbor, Joe. Yeah. That's it. And is we, Joe here tonight, by Joe the way? Joe is here tonight. I met Joe earlier. Represent. And we would sit on our porches and hang out, and it was a fantastic time, and we still do the same. But there was no way to follow about what was happening in the neighborhood. This is before DCist. No, DCS existed, but, well, I'll put it in perspective. When I moved to Pedworth and people said, where do you live? And I said, Pedworth. They said, where the hell is that? Yeah. I mean, literally, people never heard of the name Pedworth. And you'd say, have you heard of Columbia Heights? And 25% of the people would say, I've heard of Columbia Heights. And you'd say, well, that's one stop north on the Green Line. And then if they hadn't heard of that, you'd say, you know where U Street is? That's two stops north <laughs> of U Street. Now, everybody knows Pedworth. Now everybody does. This was 2002, 2003. Do you like to take credit for that? Well, now that you ask. I think you should, I'll sir. I'll take 25% credit. I think it was great because that large, large table, so, as soon as you set up here, they go, oh, it's him. <laughs> they know you, sir. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like you could ever move? Are you stuck it's now a in Pedworth? That's a great question. That is a great question. Um... No, well, I know it's not a serious show, but the only thing that I think Thanks about... Thanks for degrading the show, <laughs> If I ever had kids one day, and it came to middle school, high school, I don't know what I would do. That's the only situation I can think of that maybe I would move. I should start writing about education. I should start writing about education? You write me, and I'll post what you write about education. I'm glad that the show became call and response. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Um, do you do you still like doing it? Oh yeah. Why? What do you get from it? You know. So before I did the blog, I worked for a consulting firm that did Homeland Security, very very serious uh, topics. Do you uh, mi- do you, don't, you don't do that anymore? No, this is full time full time blog now. But, you know, I went to New Orleans after Katrina. I did tons and tons and tons of very serious stuff. Having started this blog and doing it now, I will literally be on the street and people will stop me and say, thank you for doing what you're doing. Yeah. Never, never, never in a million years did I expect that or have I had that happen to me before. So, number one... Is the community that has been built, I've always said this from day one, is that I don't make the website. It's the readers, it's the online community that makes the website. And the interaction that exists every day is interesting and exciting, and it's not boring, it's not yeah. rote. You don't, even if I go in every day and say, there's going to be a real estate post every day at 1 o'clock, the discussion about that real estate post is different. Even though I say I'm going to do something about architecture every day at 4 o'clock, the building is different. You know, the people who are commenting are different every day. Um, so it's always inter- it's. I consider myself a participant as well as a facilitator mm-hmm. because I'm reading the comments too. So it's always fun. I don't know what's going to happen each day. 
Would you, would you ever want to sell it and do something else? I'm sure people have offered to buy it. It's a successful model. I wouldn't, Not a lot of people could do this. I wouldn't want to uh, because I don't want to uh, go back and be a Homeland Security consultant. <laughs> what if money wasn't an issue? Would you still be doing this? Absolutely. That's inspiring. It is. <laughs> have you done a talk show before? I have. What, what talk show? I've done Kojo Nandi, WAMU. I've done Mark Fisher on Washington Post Radio. I've done uh, Have you done it in a bar with people eating wings five feet from you? I've done some, uh, some print interviews really? at bars. It's a little different. It's a little yeah. different. What's the ultimate goal for this site? The ultimate goal for the site is to be the best site about Washington, D.C. Are that you? if somebody goes to Washington and wants to know about the neighborhoods, not just Petworth, not just Parkview, not just Mount Pleasant, but almost every single neighborhood, whether it's crime or new bars, new restaurants, the number one site that they're going to go to is going to be Prince of Petworth. What is the one thing lacking in D.C.? <laughs> if you have to pick one thing. Uh, I would say cheap eats. Cheap eats. Cheap eats. You know, I, I spent a lot of time uh, in New York City. I mean, I spent most of my formative years in Long Island. But, you know, in Long Island, we go to Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And there's... Really good pizza and falafel and street food and all this. Sweet mango. Sweet mango has burned, my friend. You should read Prince of Petworth. There it is. <laughs> See, that was good. It was a good transition, sir. So you're from New York. I am from New York. No desire to go back? No, it's funny. I actually went, just went back a couple weeks ago for my birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you very much. You know, much. it's Ben's birthday. <laughs> Maybe the same sign. Are uh, you a Sagittarius? No, sir. Are you Scorpio? Scorpio. Hey. Scorpio? He's a uh, Sag. On the other one. <laughs> I got that from, as soon as I started Prince this website, people have been kings of Pedworth and kings of other, na and sultans of other neighborhoods. Uh, but uh, I went to New York, and uh, it's, it is an amazing city. I actually just talked about this last week. There's so much to do there. There's so much excitement there. Uh, you're going to have a good time to visit. But as a place to live, I truly and genuinely believe that Washington, D.C. is the best city to live in. You it's should get paid to be in just an advocate for this city. <laughs> I'm not joking. You make it a, uh, I just moved here. Uh, your site has been very helpful. And uh, all that And I, I want to thank you for that I think uh, the general public of D.C. thanks you for that And I'm sure a lot of them hate you Because you're successful <laughs> blogging they t It's very funny you say that Oh, God forbid someone's successful doing something they want to do That's kind of why I hate you But what makes you say that? Because that is very true Are you being sarcastic? No, what I'm being totally, totally serious You, to a lot of people, you don't have a real job they don't understand the hours that go behind this. I'm assuming you probably work like a 60-hour week. I, I work way harder now than I ever did in any paid job with a health insurance. And, and you're an, essentially an independent contractor for yourself. You're, you don't have insurance. If you have insurance, yeah. you're paying for insurance. They don't I just got dental insurance see, last week. People don't understand that. That's Very so cool. impressive and inspiring if you want it to be, but it's really easy to hate something like that, too. 
Uh, well, I don't understand that. I mean, they, if people who are regular readers of the site know that I'm pretty neutral about things. You know, if we meet at a bar or we're hanging out on the porch, I'll be very opinionated and I'll say exactly how I feel. But that's not the purpose of the website, is for me to pontificate. The purpose of the website is to foster some sort of community where there can be back and forth and discussion. Do you like the TV show community? I do. Isn't it good? I, Thanks for missing hilarious. it tonight. You could Hulu it later. <laughs> uh, we're going to close this interview sure. like we close every interview when I remember the book from a question from the Kids Book of Questions by Gregory Stock, PhD. Dan, I need you to pick a number, 1 to 260. Uh, 24. 24. Is that because you like Keith or so- Keith of Kiefer? Ricky, Kiefer. Ricky Kiefer? Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Really? Ricky Henderson. Do you like Ricky Henderson because Ricky Henderson likes Ricky Henderson? <laughs> See, you understand that. <laughs> if you had the choice of maturing physically and sexually a full year before any of your friends, or about the same time as the rest of your friends, which would you choose? Why? Be- uh, before. Why? First picks. A man you can't trust with your 14-year-old daughter, Dan Silverman, everybody. Please clap for Dan Silverman, everybody. All right. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. Um, One of the first things I had to do before... We started the show here was to scout comics in D.C. I've, I've seen a lot of comics in D.C. I've talked to a lot of comics in D.C. This man has always been mentioned in the best possible way. Come in the stage to entertain you with jokes that you weren't smart enough to write yet. Michael Foodie, everybody. Michael Foodie. Hey, everyone. I'm, I'm, I'm the joke smith for this evening. Hey. Who here has thought about time travel, like, giving that a look-see, that idea? Like, who here has thought about what they would do if they had the power to travel through time? Like, all the cool adventures they'd go on, like, see historical events and, like, maybe meet a dinosaur. Who knows? Go wild. Uh, What I think I would do if I had the power of time travel is, like, I'd be having sex with a girl, right? Like, that happens. And then I... Right when I was about to, like, right when the cum was, like, gurgling through my pee hole, I would travel back in time, like, three seconds to, like, pretty much that exact moment. And, like, it would just be going back and forth through me. (laughs) And that's how time would be from then on. (laughs) Like, if you're planning on having kids, don't bother, because the future of time is, like, God is a DJ skipping a record, and I'm like... That doesn't translate terrifically to radio, but I was making a I was making a face like I was at the precipice of orgasm and then like retreating from it and then advancing, much like God was a DJ skipping a record. So that's 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 what time would be. Like it would I feel like even though this is irrational, I feel like it would sort of be like massaging my urethra from inside. Like even though my experience of it would continue linearly i think i'd still have something of the back and forth like on some kind of level like some kind cognitive bleed into different dimensions hey (laughs) yeah so uh they have uh gps's now they're ubiquitous everyone's got one and one of the things like one of the value adds is for the gps's 
instead of like a mean sounding British woman, which is the default, you can get like a specific person, like a specific celebrity. And like, they're typically pretty lame, like Mr. T, like I pity the fool that doesn't bear left. Or I pity the fool that doesn't bear right. He's a pretty one dimensional. Um, or like Colin Bruce Simpson, like, do you, Mr. Exit. What would it be like if Gothic American novelist Cormac McCarthy, <laughs> author of such works as No Country for Old Men, Blood Meridian, and uh, The Road, one of those wasn't made into a movie. What, what would it be like if he did celebrity voice navigation? I think it might be a little something like this impression. <laughs> the path that you're on. No, you will not reach your destination. You're marked as Cain. A merchant vessel with its quarantine flag raised and every port will be denied to you. <laughs> Even the idea of a port will be smudged from your mind by the thumb of an angry and inscrutable God displeased by his creation. You might as well turn right at the light. <laughs> and continue to turn right at the next light. Like so much soil bathwater impatiently seeking the void of the drain. That's that joke. Okay. Um... I, I'm like a nerd, but I, like I'm not a nerd into nerdy things. Like I'm just like a nerd because like I'm really bad with women and like thin. Like that's what's going on. So, but like I because I'm a nerd, like I have to hang out with other nerds and they talk about comic books and it sort of bores me because I'm not 14. But like it, they'll they'll be like, if you could have any superpower, what superpower would you have? And like then they'll pick the worst superpowers, like. Andamantium claws, which is always having a knife. Like, that's the power that they would want above all other powers. Like, never being able to fly in an airplane. That's what they want most in the world. And, like, I would choose, I think, a comparatively awesome power, which is, like, once in a while, just once in a while, being able to, like, make someone that I don't like, like, have diarrhea all at once, and then say, uh-oh, like that. Exactly like that. Like, every once in a while. Like, that would be my superpower that I would choose. Like, and I would use it if mostly, like, if a guy was, like, I, I was hitting on a girl, and then, like, he somehow, like, put me down and sexually humiliated me or something. I would mostly use it for that, but, like, I would also probably save more lives than Captain America as well. Because, like, imagine I got this power, like, in the spring of 1999, for the purpose of this joke. Um, I, like, George W. Bush and Al Gore are debating. And, like, Al Gore's like, well, cutting taxes that much will increase the deficit. And George Bush is like, uh-oh. And, like, it flies out of his body. <laughs> And, like, he obviously loses. It was a close race. And, like, current soldiers' limbs fly back onto their bodies. If you're time-traveling, you can see it. And rejoin their forms. They spring from their graves. And, like, the towers rise up again. And it's like, oh, I knew it was his fault. But you're thinking that backwards. So it's like that perception retreated. Hey. So that was that. Um... Women are crazy, though, right? Right? <laughs> Chicks be tripping. <laughs> I, I remember I, I was with this one girl, and we were Frenching, like, really erotically. <laughs> and um, 
like we were sharing breath like secrets and um she pulls away from me in the middle of it and she starts talking she says to me michael i don't know exactly how to put this into words but it was the coldest day of the year and there was a squirrel in the attic and my father put out a trap for the squirrel as a live trap but when we came home we found the squirrel and it was frozen solid and not only that its face was bloodied its claws were shredded as it tried impotently to gnaw its way out of its cage it was so desperate to escape that it was willing to destroy itself and that's how I feel every day women are crazy <laughs> right chicks be tripping <laughs> hey. That's something. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do, do you think if, like, sonograms were able to reveal whether your baby was gay, if there would be anyone that was left that was pro-life? <laughs> like, anyone. Like, I realize it's sort of like turning on the air conditioning and the heat at the same time and seeing who wins, but, like... I wonder if anyone would be left. Hey, saying isn't that precious is totally fine. Unless you're pointing at an overweight black woman in the distance. (laughs) (laughs) Saying I long for you is terrifically romantic. Unless you're pointing at your erect penis, in which case it's just bad grammar. So, uh, yeah, this will be my last joke, so thank you. You've been great. Um, This will be my last joke, and uh, this joke will be like, I I, I date sometimes, and I I, uh, almost exclusively date, like, girls who aren't American, like, and, like, they can be white, but they can't be, like, white and American. Just the way things work out. Like, I don't want it to be, like, scary like pins in a map like methodical like i i don't want it to be like oh finally a sri lankan dad might but it just (laughs) but it just works out that way because like if i date like a white girl five minutes in she's like he's weird right like that's what's gonna but like if i date a black girl she's like white guys are weird (laughs) seeing no hint of minstrelsy in my voice for that uh impression i just raised inflection it was a generic female I'm totally sensitive. Um, so, like, I, I, I can't help it. I, it. It's just going to work out like that. I feel like, though, I'm creating all these negative stereotypes about white men, about how we're, like, really clingy and need lots of attention and cry whenever we got the off. Oh, man, that would have been so much better if I delivered it smoothly. Oh, we're really clingy and need attention, and we cry whenever we get off the phone with our dads. That was that. <laughs> See how much it would benefit from rhythm? <laughs> All right, thank you. Michael's going to sit down and talk. Ian's going to play for about 10 seconds. It's going to be delightful. Yeah. Michael Foodie, um, h- how many times have you been called the comics comic? Uh, Every set? O- occasionally, like... Ultimately, I'm so alienated from my fellow comics that uh, 
they we don't we interact really superficially like we would with civilians. And I see how they are with the other comics. Yeah. And it's just my general alienation bleeding in. Like it's like minus eight from like a forty eight instead of like Got it. Minus eight from like a thirty two. Um superpowers, why not invisibility? Invisibility has been done before Aristotle. For joke reasons, it doesn't work as well. Although, if I was invisible, like, I could sneak up behind, like, Glenn Beck when he was in front of the chalkboard and, like, blast diarrhea <laughs> that way. It would look like it was from him. Right? Like, people aren't going to check afterwards, like, if diarrhea just flies out and, like, it defies all laws of physics. They're just going to assume that it was him. No one's going to buy this Harry Potter-esque magic conspiracy. How, <laughs> How long did it take to come up with the word minstrelly? Uh, about three seconds. Brilliant. Just uh. brilliant. You make me not want to leave my house and do anything. You're very, very good. Oh, thank you. That's high praise indeed. Yeah, really? Creating okay. a shut-in. What's the goal? What, what's your goal? Do you want to be a stand-up? Do you want to write for other people? Uh, I, a huge I re- actor, Adam Sandler-esque? Nah, I'd probably most like to just purely write like uh, narrative fiction. Really? Yeah. So why stand-up? Because uh, I'm okay at it. Like, <laughs> and it's Great way fun. to sell yourself, buddy. It's just fun. impressive. Yeah. Haven't you learned anything from DC? you got to sell, baby. Yeah. And the movie Wall Street 2, Money Never Sleeps. Oh, Did yeah, you see that sequel. movie? No, I haven't seen it. I it's saw a the very awful scene. film that I haven't seen. Okay. Always be closing, everybody. How you doing? Great. I'm on a scale of the zero to awesome. I'm about an 8.5. I like you, buddy. You're good. Thanks. I'm going to end this interview okay. with a question from the Kids Book of Questions, Michael. 1 to 260. Uh, 38. 38. Why, why 38? Uh, I Ian thinks it's a good one, by the way. Okay, I, I just leapt to my mind. It's good. Like a frog, and it's also like a caliber of a gun. <laughs> that is true. That is a caliber of a gun. Are you in a hurry to grow up? What does it mean to be, quote, grown up, unquote? And when do you think it will happen to you? Oh, man, I don't know. I sort of used to think, like, when I was a little bit younger, like 22, that, like, Having a clean house was like a prize that you got for lasting until 29. It just yeah. sort of took care of itself. <laughs> like, if you, like, just kept punching your time card for that long, you, your house would just be clean. <laughs> like, if there was a smell in the house, you wouldn't be on the, like, let's wait and see, like, plan of action. Like, this will take care of itself, plan of action. Like... I'm going to wait for whatever ecosystem this smell is a part of to, like, go extinct. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I planned adulthood not to be like. But it's like I get bored brushing my teeth, like, as a two-minute timer. Can't make it <laughs> the whole two minutes. <laughs> like, 90 seconds, I think, but I'm just using my head because it has a timer. It times with pulses, so you can't be exact, yeah. If, if there's any justice in the world, you'll be one of the biggest comics in five years. All right, thank you. There is no justice in the world, though, so good luck. <laughs> I, uh, I find you very, very funny. Please don't stop working. People find you online or in places. Or do you have anything yeah. coming up to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's a website, Sweet Tea Pumpkin Pie, and I'm going to do a comic for that starting 
the first of next year. T E A, sweet tea and pumpkin pie. Sweet tea pumpkin pie, sweet no tea, and pumpkin pie. Yeah. Dot org. Dot com. Dot us. Dot co. Dot uk. Yeah. Do you like the dot uks? I don't have anything against them, but it's really not my scene. That's fair. Michael Foodie, everybody, please clap Thank for Michael Foodie. <laughs> Excellent, excellent, excellent music tonight from Ian Walters. People can see Ian Walters every Wednesday night at the Looking Glass Lounge, occasionally at the Wonderland Ballroom, and in other places in D.C. and D.C.'s friendship places. I don't know what that means. All right, sitting here. Steven, you ready to do this? I'm ready to do this. Sitting here right now is Steven from The Torches. Steven, how many people are in your band? Uh, tonight or? Uh, tonight. Let's tonight. just do Tonight. Seven or eight? You have seven. You don't even seven. know how many people are in your band. Seven, seven. You seven. realize I have to mix the sound tonight, seven. right, sir? Yeah, well, it'll sound great. Oh, it'll it's going to be great. Yeah. Why do you play with seven people? Why not just play with you? <laughs> Why don't you play with yourself, Steven? Why don't I play with myself? I'm uh, setting you up. Right. Um, I play with uh, I play with other people because it's more fun. Um, and um, I've I played with myself for too long, and uh, I started to go blind. You started to go blind because you play with yourself too much. Yeah, that's what they How say. do you like your beard? How do I like it? Yeah. Uh, fuzzy? Yes. L- with a little bit of red in it. You seem, Do you shave your neck slash chin? I do, but I did not for tonight. Why do you shave? I don't understand the shaving of the neck, but the keeping it on the cheeks. I don't get that. Why not either go goatee or full beard? <laughs> but the neck is a totally is not part of the beard. Oh, I think of the beard as well, just the face, right? No, absolutely not. No? You think it's what neck, makes you think too? that? What makes me think? Yeah, that? what gives you the right to think how a beard is grown? Well, because because it, it's the there's a neck beard, right? And I I want the people that have neck beards to be able to really embrace the neck beard and kind of go full on with a neck beard. And so this is kind of like charity like, to the man like myself who can't grow a real beard. Right, right. So yeah, you can still call it a beard, but it has to be a neck beard. When you say things like that, I want to punch you in the face. In my my beard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. In your beard. Yeah, it's cushion. He's not a politician. That's a callback, everybody. That's an audience heckle slash callback. That's what the definition of that is. Uh, you wear a bandana. Yes. Were you on the farm today? I was not on the farm today. Why wear a bandana? Does that keep you warmer? It keeps my, uh, mostly just keeps my hair out of my face. Oh, how long have you grown your hair? Uh, Both time and I, I'm length. I'm going to say nine inches. I don't know. I have no nine idea. inches, eh? Think it's that long. I think you're almost ready for locks of love. Oh, am I? Do How you know what locks of? I think it's a foot. I do, do you, I do. Would you consider doing locks of love? Yeah, yeah, I would. What can we do to make you promise us that once you get to the level of locks of love, you'll shave your head to give it to a needy person? Who wow. has cancer? That's do you want to help a little girl with leukemia, well, I'll say or this. do you want to be a dick with your beard? I'll say this: I don't need you guys to do anything because I think it's such a great. I great think we get somebody <laughs> just yelled ten inches for men because smartphones exist and they look it up. They look it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I've had a beer and I look it up. Look it up. Just look it up. Google uh, it. Google it. Bing it, everybody. Time to bing it. <laughs> like Jimmy Fallon recommends, bing it. Bing it. My suit isn't tight enough to bing it. <laughs> Where did you get your shirt? Uh, I actually got it at the uh, Eastern Market. At the Eastern Market. That's right. Yeah. How do you? What do you think about the Eastern Market? Are you a fan? Uh, I am a fan of the Eastern Market. Yeah. What about your shoes? You have very nice boots on. Uh, yeah, I got these at the recycled cowboy store in um, uh, Charleston. Did you buy anything new, or do you hate business? 
Uh, my underwear probably. New. Where did you get your underwear? Uh, I got my underwear from. Gosh, Marshalls does that count? as Marshalls being new? counts. Yeah, that counts <laughs> okay, as right, new. Right. Do you have a preference in style of underwear? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a boxer briefs man. I am too. I think it's for the best. I think that's gotten the most heckles of the night. That's kind of weird. They are disagreeing with me. You guys have seen me in my underwear. I know. Right? Uh, why? I still don't understand why you play with seven other people. That doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever. You know you're not getting paid, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Okay, I good. Know. Do you have bad eyes time. or are those just vanity glasses? They, I have bad eyes. I have very bad eyes. How long have you had glasses? I've had glasses since, um, what age did you start playing t-ball? Like uh, Four. Four years old? About four, yeah. Well, then, if you're a real boy, four years four old. Four years old. So probably about three years in, when they right when we started pitching, which is when you're how old? That's about six. Sometimes t-ball goes two years, sometimes one. So Usually we, it's by increments of two. Once once they realized when the ball was being thrown at me, I could not see it okay. uh, until it, it was actually Would you get laser eye was. surgery? No. I did get, Why? I did get $1,000 off uh, LASIK because I went to the uh, Capitals game, and there's some they, they give away stuff like crazy at those You uh, won something games. or like everyone in the stadium everyone got it? Everyone in the stadium it. got it. I don't think you won that. I think you attended the game and we, they gave you a coupon. Yeah, well, right. You're right. Apparently, I won 50 cents off from 7-Eleven with 30 4,000 other people. Yeah, yeah, you won. You got to take your your wins when you can get them. Man. Do you say that because you're a musician and there's very little winning? Yes, yeah, absolutely. What made you want to waste time with music? Because uh, I, was, I was wasting... Hey, Ian! Hey, hey Ian! <laughs> so I, I can like be like Ian. Because uh, I was, I don't know, because I'm wasting my time with everything, so I figured music was uh, another fun way to waste my time. I like you. You know how to give it back. Well, I try. Not a lot of bands know how to give it back. Mans? Bands and bands. mans. Mans. And van shoes. Would you Man ever play bands. the Vans Warp Tour? Yes. Why? Uh, why would I? Yes. Why would you <laughs> this play is the, hardest question. the Vans Warp Tour? This is the hardest question. Uh, I would play the, yeah, well, you probably, do you get free shoes? You don't, whoa! Do you? Well, you, yeah, yeah. You play you for three vans, months, right? you get a grand at the end of it, and you get a pair of vans. Pair of it's van totally shoes. worth it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just hang out with angry kids, literally kids. And AFI, right? Yeah, Do they yeah, still yeah. play it? Do you wear deodorant? Yes. You look like a man that might not. I do. do. Do you find it offensive when other people in bands don't wear deodorant? No. No. I do. Ian, we're going to end this interview with a question from the Kids <laughs> Book of Questions. I think this has been the hardest-hitting interview you've ever participated in, and I want to thank right. you for your time. Thank you for your time. I like you, buddy. I like this you, is too. starting off well. We might be banging. Okay, I need you to pick a number between 1 Did and 200. banging? Banging. Just checking. That banging. B-A-N-G-I-N G-I-N apostrophe. No Gs. 1 to 260. Um, 78. I love that one. Ian, I love you. For those not me, he said, I love that one. You want to freak out the crowd in the back that aren't listening? Yeah, sure. Okay, what could we scream? What could we say? We got to freak them out. That'll freak them out. You don't have to whisper to me if I st- phrase the question to you in front of everyone and, yeah, that is on listening. On the mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to start singing a song or something? Yeah, sure. Hmm, let's not. Okay, 78. Do you have many mementos and souvenirs? If so, why is the band laughing so much? Because they know me too well. If so, how much money would someone have to give you to get you to throw them all away? 
Throw them all away? Throw them all away! Into the trash can. Um... Oh God! No, no amount of money is that the answer? Uh, that, that's, it, this what is are like, your uh, mementos? This what is it? like uh, this is like uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I have to. Call it's my nothing fans. like that. Did I not win? Nothing, nothing like that. What are my mementos? What do I have? What? I have all mementos. Are mementos part of your mementos? Is the movie Memento Mentos. part of your Memento? I don't own Memento. Did you like Memento? I did. I enjoyed Memento quite. It's got a lot of flaws in it, but on it, first viewing, it's on the brilliant. First viewing, it's, I've only Isn't seen it, it once. I've oh, only seen don't it once. ruin it. I'm not going to ever see with it again. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good idea. I uh, feel like we should have like a revolutionary chant in our heads so we could just chant it out and uh, see what happens. But what Mementos do you have that you don't want to part with? Uh, you know, I, is it I, the movie Departed? I uh, no, I don't have the movie Departed. You uh, should. That's a great film. Uh, Martin Scorsese's only Oscar winner, which is a shame. Crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. I have. I just have mementos. Uh, I have all sorts of mementos. I have. Uh, I have too many knickknacks. I probably have too many. I I do need to. Get I like rid of that some. you said knickknacks. Knickknacks. Knickknacks don't necessarily have to be a memento. That's right. That's right. But mo- I think everything, pretty much everything I've kept uh, so far, has some meaning or will Im- be imbued with meaning at a later date. I like that you use the word imbued. I like it too. What would it take to get rid of those? Uh, well, all of them. All my mementos. All uh, of them. You know, uh, it would probably. Uh, would it be a fire? You know, you could just take money. Could I trade it for something? There's no God in podcasting. You can't trade them. No, I'd have to give them away. Because then no, you would wait, just wait. collect more mementos. Was it, more, was it money? It's money, yes. Specifically, but you, it's a dollar It's not amount. really trading. It's more of just a... Uh, it's like an estate sale. You don't get to right. say what goes where. Gosh. It's really not that difficult. One, one, I, You've given me like 50 flipping one, answers. $1,000. $1,000? Sure. I think we could do that with the 80 people in your fucking band. Bunch of McRibs, we can make it happen. Uh, stick around for the next four hours while we set up the torches. Uh, you were great, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Thank Stephen, you. the torches are going to play. Ian Walters is going to take it away. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it'd be awfully kind to cover your eyes and use your ears. I don't know what that means. We'll figure it out soon. Ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful sounds of the torches, everybody, the torches!
All right, that was the torches, everybody. Please, please. Nothing. Well, the show's over, so I'm not asking you to do anything else. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. It was a wonderful night. Uh, buy the torches EP. It's or no, it's a seven inch. That's much. You're not going to get any credit buying a, an EP, but you'll get a lot of credit buying a seven inch. Seven inches are quite expensive. You should buy about thirty of them and give them to your friends and family for the holidays. Ours are only five dollars. Only five dollars to be cool, ladies and gentlemen. That's the same price as a shot and a beer at the Looking Glass Lounge. Uh, go check out Michael Foodie. He's one of the funniest people in the world. No joke. And obviously, Prince of Petworth, thanks to Dan. It was a great, great show tonight. So this is the plan from here on out. We're going to hit stop on the recording. We're all going to drink until we... We're going to drink so much that there's going to be no such thing as pain or misery. We're going to go to Taco Bell around 4 a.m. We're going to do the shit out of the dollar menu. And then we're going to go home and watch RuPaul's Drag Race, which is a great show. And then tomorrow, you're not going to remember this, and you're going to have to listen to it in podcast form. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful night.